welcome back to Some Prose in a Poem. I'm Pamela. Welcome back. I'm actually going to attempt to do uh, these podcasts because I like to talk sometimes and often, mostly I want to write, but today I want to talk and I want to talk about um, what we can learn from the coronavirus. We're coming into year three of this COVID-19 mess. Some people are really tired of wearing the masks. I thought I'd be one of those people because I was fighting wearing masks at the beginning, like this is really uncomfortable for me. But I guess after, what, over two years now, um, I've grown to appreciate uh, people wearing masks as it relates to just not not just even COVID-19, but any illness, colds, flu, allergies. It's allergy season. We've just passed the spring equinox and you know, we're into allergy seasons as flowers grow, as grass is growing, as everything is is growing and budding. I love it. I love being outdoors. And so I'm excited about this spring. Um, however, I want us to talk today about spiritual unrest. I have not been looking at the proceedings and the hearings um, to nominate Katanji Brown Jackson, um, but I have been looking at clips in I've been triggered just basically on the clips. I'm going to tell you, there is some spiritual unrest out here. People, the fear and loathing is so thick and palpable and obvious, especially during some of the clips I saw of this hearing and the way that people keep saying, which is really derogatory, how intelligent she is. That's not a compliment. And then you backhand the compliment. It goes without saying she's smart. You don't have to say it like she's some exceptional black person. Like this doesn't happen in the black community. It does more often than not. And so you don't need to say it. I mean, that in and of itself is, 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 is horrible. And then, you know, like because she's so well spoken and all, it's the same trope. I'm tired. I'm tired. Y'all. <laughs> I'm exhausted. And yes, yeah, she was composed. She had to be. You know, to be pretty much interviewed for a job that she's going to be in for the rest of her life. So my heart and soul and love goes out to her and her family. I, I saw a picture of her and her daughter looking at her like, oh, oh, just I love I love it. And the things that Senator Ossoff and Senator Booker have said um, to her have been um you know, beacons of light. So with that, I'm going to talk about what I believe is going on with this COVID-19 and the spiritual unrest. I think we see it everywhere. We, we've seen it in, in this, <laughs> in these proceedings. We'll see it, um, as we're in an election year. We'll continue to see it. And so I want to say that today, I read in Mark Niebel's, um book, The Book of Awakening, this passage. I cannot tell if the day is ending or the world or if the secret of secrets is inside me again. And that's a quote by Anna Akhmatova. I believe I'm saying this correctly. So right before Bell Hook's passing, I reread 
all about love, her book, all about love. And she had, there's so many books that she's written, um, a prolific writer. Um, I was really, when she passed, experiencing like all of the feels. And so the book um, reminded me why I'm on my path. Um, Seeing a good friend last week reminded me that we can all be at different places on that path with kind discernment, right? And without judgment. So like the definition of judgment is having or displaying, I I think I got this from Wikipedia, having or displaying an excessively critical point of view. The judgmental beliefs run thick throughout COVID. You know, I'm getting still walking in stores, going, you know, to different places where the mask mandates have dropped and I'm still wearing my mask and people kind of looking at me. They want to say something, but they're looking at me. Why does it bother anybody? I'm not asking you why you're not wearing one, right? It's ridiculous. So these judgmental beliefs permeate and expand in our sticky and gooey like the slime from Ghostbusters. Judgment thrives off of binary and dichotomous thinking. And it stems from having to be right. Right? So COVID, mask or not, physical distance or not, vaccine or not. Right? Ukraine, refugees or not, send money to Ukraine or not. Russia versus Ukraine, Russia or Ukraine. Haiti. How many people have suffered in Haiti? Have you noticed? Voter suppression. Climate crisis or not. Health disparities or healing crisis. You know, all this is like either or, right? That's what's really getting me in these times. Not and both. And often it is and both. You know, and there are several layers. Right. Many people in the yoga and wellness spaces have been saying these past two years specifically that we're in this spiritual war, that this is a spiritual warfare, spiritual crisis. You know, yes. Um, in 2022, I'm trying to move away from this language. Um, you know, I'm not using the words hustle anymore, grind anymore. I'm trying to move away from this language of violence, this language of war to say really, that these times that we're in expressing these spiritual crises that have always been there. There's just been beneath the surface. And most recently, this COVID time, this COVID era, the veil has been lifted. So many people in these spaces, I believe, are in the thick of the ore, even as they purport to speak to compassion, to speak to we are all one. We need to practice oneness, this spiritual bypassing mess. And to be enlightened, right? So if we're doing our work, if we're really truly doing self-inquiry, self-reflection, if we're practicing the niyamas of tapas and svadhyaya, and ishvari pranadana, surrendering to the divine, we recognize that we are all in a moral, ethical, spiritual crisis. So people saying thoughts and prayers on social media and then still doing the bullshit that they've been doing isn't enough. So really practicing introspection, looking at yourself fully, unpacking that, diving deep, or are you just sitting around complaining? Are you actively helping? Where's your time going? Where's your money going? 
What are you prepared to do? In 2022, um, I'm slowly pulling back from social media. I'm going to get more rest and restoration. I'm going to work on things that matter. I'm going to work on things that cultivate freedom and liberation. This is what I'm going to do. So I hope you'll join me in that endeavor. If you if you love social media, if, if that scared you and you really can't see how you can not come completely off of social media, but transmute how you use social media, right? Um, I'm rarely on Facebook. Um, I'm on Instagram the most. I'm on Twitter. I can get on and off. I engage a little bit, um, but I am really putting things on these platforms as it relates to how I feel. Uh, I believe this is love and action. This is the work. This is a space where I can do that. And it's a space where I can, just one of many spaces, where I can honor my ancestors, where I can fully listen, where I can practice kindness and understanding and discernment to fortify my spirit. That's what's important. So I want to end this conversation with uh, my favorite or one of my favorite poems. It's since um, it's a hymn. It's not a um, anthem. Um, it's been used. Everyone knows it now because the people are trying to be woke and sing it after the national anthem. And it is called the Black National Anthem. It is actually a hymn. And I will encourage you guys to look up the difference between an anthem and the difference between a hymn. It was a poem first. I memorized it in high school as a poem and it stuck with me. And this is a long poem. So I, I don't, I don't memorize a lot of poems, but I did it for, um, some program I was doing at my school, Black History Month. And my mother helped me. My mother was an English teacher. And so I memorized it and it hasn't left me because the words are so powerful. So you sing it, it, it you know, it's not for everybody. It isn't, but maybe you'll get something for it. Lift. Every Voice and Sing by James Weldon Johnson. Lift every voice and sing till earth and heaven ring, ring with the harmonies of liberty. Let our rejoicing rise high as the listening skies. Let it resound loud as the rolling sea. Sing a song full of the faith that the dark past has taught us. Sing a song full of the hope that the present has brought us facing the rising sun of our new day begun. Let us march on till victory is won. Stony the road we trod, bitter the chastening rod, felt in the days when hope unborn had died. Yet with a steady beat, have not our weary feet come to the places, uh, the place for which our father sighed. We have come over a way that with tears have been watered. We have come treading our path through the blood of the slaughtered. Out from the gloomy past till now we stand at last where the white gleam of our bright star is cast. God of our weary years, God of our silent tears, thou who has brought us thus far on the way, thou who has by thy might led us into the light, keep us forever in the path we pray. Lest 
our feet straight from the places, our God, where we met thee. Lest our hearts drunk with the wine of the world, we forget thee. Shadow beneath thy hand. May we forever stand true to our God, true to our native land. Our native land. I hope this inspires you. I hope this moves you. I hope this activates you. Thank you for listening.